Welcome to another Focus Web One Mouth Random Prep Show. This is your host, Nada Faker, aka Web One Malcolm. Uh doing another show for you guys. a uh, lot of things going on this week in uh sports and general just a, and I haven't did a show in a couple of weeks and I decided, you know, let's go kick up a show for the week, cover all the stuff that that, that has come up lately. It's uh, quite a few things have come up, um, especially in the last 24 hours. Um, but the the biggest news of the weekend was the was the was was pretty much this here. Oh, excuse me. Indictment 2013-983-B, charging the defendant Aaron Hernandez with unlawful possession of a firearm while not at home or work. What say you, Madam Foreperson? Is the defendant not guilty or guilty? Guilty. Indictment 2013-983-C, charging the defendant Aaron Hernandez with unlawful possession of ammunition. What say you, Madam Foreperson? Is the defendant not guilty or guilty? Guilty. That is Aaron Hernandez being found guilty uh, Wednesday of first-degree murder of his friend Odin Lloyd, uh, who was shot six times uh, in June. Uh, at an industrial park in uh, 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 up in the Mass up in Massachusetts, um, it has happened. Basically, the thing that people was expecting to happen, his, this guy was found guilty. He's not off the hook. Also, he has two more charges uh, from another incident that they determined that he is uh, a person of interest of uh, after this Odin Law situation popped up. Um, um, Hernandez was out, uh, as you can hear, Hernandez was found guilty of also, uh, well, of course, first degree murder. He was also found guilty of, uh, unlawful possession and ammunition. Um, a key thing, um, uh, the key thing to this, um, Ursula Lord, uh, I mean, Ursula, Ursula Ward, uh, Otis' mother, said during the sentencing phase, she, uh, she forgives all involved in her son's murder. And uh, I miss my baby, Odin, so much. I know I'm going to see him someday. That's get, uh, that is giving me the strength to go on. Keys to finding uh, Hernandez guilty, um, one juror said that uh, Robert Kraft's testimony was very compelling. 
Aaron said he wished they released uh, the time of death because he was at the club. Another jury said uh, investigation. Uh, I mean, well, investigation. Uh, I mean, investigators. Excuse me. Uh, having determined the time of death, how did he claim to know details two years ago? When you know, when there's no time of death uh, announced. So how would he know that he was at the uh, club at the time of Odin Lord's uh, murder if he was didn't he wasn't there? That was the claim at first, and then eventually um, Hernandez Camp uh, towards the last uh, his uh, defense decided to admit that uh, Hernandez was on the scene. He was denying that he was even at the scene. And that was starting to cast doubt on his, uh, on more doubt on him uh, of to correct guilt. Uh, uh, another jury said uh, they were shocked that a, uh, Aaron's attorney closing statement included admission that he was at the scene in the crime. Even though everything, every sign pointed that he was at the uh, scene of crime, but it was just pretty much wrapping it up for him. Um, did you, uh, uh, as they asked about uh, Hernandez's uh, fiance, did you believe Shania was telling the truth about the box, which allegedly uh, had uh, had the murder weapon in it and pretty much the clothes that were worn? at the scene that's what they were allegedly but they have she she basically threw it in a dumpster and claims that she don't know what a dumpster is uh, uh the juror looked at looked at the uh looked at each other's jurors looked at each other and they said they were not going to comment hernandez also as i stated for before hernandez also uh faces two counts of a uh, first degree murder from a case in 2002 this is, um, um, as expected, Aaron Hernandez is the latest um, NFL player to ruin his career by being stupid, and it's it's over. His career and his life is over. He's going to be serving first-degree first degree murder in Massachusetts is a mandatory life sentence, so he's done. He's done, really, as anything a productive human in society, let alone... Uh, football player or any person of any freedom he can't even do anything he's done and um, behind stupidity that's pretty much the reason what happened to him he just there's, there's no other explaining it they thought he thought he was uh above the law he thought he was uh he w thought he was what some kind of um king pig of this group and they can get away with murder and apparently they have got a, they, uh, allegedly they have got away with murder before, and I guess they thought they could do it again, but all in Lord, knowing, knowing before his time of death, sent his uh, sister to text, that's pretty much what put it all together, is uh, Odin Lord smart enough to realize that his life was in danger, he sent his sister a text saying, hey, uh, you know, remember who, uh, who I left with, because he knew things were shaky around that time. Um, in other news, uh, Jameis
in other news, uh, I guess NFL court news, uh, Jameis Winston, accuser from uh, Florida State, um, Erica Kingsman has sued the, uh, sued Jameis Winston. Uh, the suit was filed in the Ninth Dist uh, Judicial uh, District Circuit uh, Court in Orlando, alleging sexual battery, assault, false imprisonment, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Uh, it doesn't specify a dollar amount, but it's said to be more than fifteen thousand in damages. Um, I'll be honest. If it's around fifteen thousand. I think Jameis Winston, instead of fighting this, should just go and pay it out. Even if he's not, even if it was consensual and it's not, um, if he claims that, I mean, even if he feels he's not guilty, the reason why is 15000 for a guy that's going to be making a uh, rookie contract, which pays roughly in the first uh, few years of the contract, I, I want to say $8 million, 8 to $10 million. Uh, you can do away with this this issue. You might have some issues with fans protesting or whatever, but you can focus on your NFL. That is not your your uh, nothing you need to be focusing on at the, at that point in your NFL career. Uh, and at some point, you could be an advocate advocate for uh, sexual assault uh, cases, and you can just turn that around. Uh, just but pay the fifteen grand, do away with it. Uh, maybe tell your side of the story in the future. But if I'm a uh, Jameis Winston, just I would just just end this and just pay the woman off. She obviously wants money, um, and maybe she she deserves the money. I'm not saying that uh, her accusations were wrong or false, um, but it is in business sense. Uh, you want to end this as quick as possible. You don't want to drag this on, especially at a time right now in which uh, you are you have other you have your focuses on being an NFL player, being an NFL quarterback, uh, the most complex position, maybe in all of sports, team sports. I say team sports. I'm not gonna say all of sports because you got uh, MMA and boxing. Uh, Sports like in that nature, in which there's a little bit more complication compli complications with that. Um, also, in the news, uh, Johnny Manziel uh, was re, re uh, had, well, re was released from uh, from uh, treatment. Uh, his quote was, uh, "I owe uh, private apologies for a lot of people. I disappointed, but." A very public one to the Browns organization, the fans, I let down. I will take full responsibility for my action, and it's not, it is my intention to work very hard. Excuse me. To regain everyone's trust and, and respect. I understand that it will take time and will only happen through what I do and not what I say. I look forward to seeing my teammates next week and focusing on it on football and my desire to be the best possible player, teammate, and man that I could be. 
So, Browns fans can rest assured for now that uh, hopefully Johnny Manziel uh, has taken care of his uh, issues, uh, his drinking problem, allegedly drinking problem. Honestly, I don't think Johnny had a drinking problem. This is my personal opinion. I think Johnny's problem was he wants to be a star. He's young. He's t- in his early 20s. He wants to wants to be a fool and act a fool. And understandable enough, that's what young guys do at that age. And he's always been the special guy, the, the, the center of the room attention guy. He's used to that. He was at that in college, and now he's on a major level. He's on the NFL level, and he's the same thing. But the issue with Johnny is, it's not even that he parties a lot, but his issue is he needs to do the work. He needs to uh, be in that film room in the NFL. He needs to learn that playbook, make sure he knows every nook and crack. He needs to learn how to read defenses in the NFL level. Um, He needs to know how to be able to make adjustments on the fly. Um... And then he can do some of the natural things he does in the NFL, uh, make plays with his legs, scramble, make time, and stuff like that. But he needs to learn the gist of what he needs to be do as an NFL quarterback so he can highlight his uh, abilities, his special features that he has. Also, also what's going on, uh, ESPN's uh, Brent McHenry had a... Uh, had a shocking, well, somewhat shocking video. Um, uh, listen to, check this out. I'm in the news, sweetheart. I'm going to update you to this place. Okay, that's fine. Right. I'll play your video, so careful. I'll play the video. That's why I have a degree in journalism. I've been working for some of this. It makes my skin crawling when being here. Well, let's get you out of here quickly. Yep, that's all you care about. It's just taking people's money. Yeah. With no education. Yeah. No skill set. Just want to clarify that. Do you feel good about your job? So I could be a college dropout and do the same thing? Why? Because I have a brain and you don't? Looks like that. Maybe if I was missing some people, it would hire me, huh? No, I feel like you had to touch your roots up a little bit. Oh, like yours? But they look so stunning. Because yeah. I'm on television and you're in a fucking trailer, honey. Lose some weight, Now, <laughs> I have a mixed view on this subject. Uh, I actually believe that uh, people are making a big deal out of nothing, even though I decided to play on my show because, you know, I'm awesome. Uh, but the reason why I think... Here's the deal. ESPN suspended... Uh, Brickman Henry a couple of weeks for this um, without pay. Uh, so welcome to the club of uh, ESPN employees who have business suspended because there's, there's a long line, a long list of that. But she was suspended. She's suspended for a couple of weeks. Here's my issue with that. First of all, if you ever deal with uh, uh, tow, truck, I mean, tow truck companies or uh, – or anyone of that nature, anyone in that field, it is it is very difficult to deal with. Uh, people claim that if you just don't park there, and I mean park there, and this is the claim. But I've dealt with them before, and this is my issue with them. First, first of all, 
it's like a hustle game because the places that they in they usually get money from the, they know where they can get money the most money the most trucks or uh, vehicles to tow from because a lot of times you'll notice that uh the places that you usually get your vehicles towed from are badly the tow truck sign i mean the signs of uh, the parking signs prohibiting parking from those facilities are usually in the worst place to find them. They're badly lit it up. They're bad, badly highlighted. I remember a time years back, uh, me and a friend of mine, me and some, some of my boys, we go to, uh, we're we driving around, we stop somewhere, and we go just cross the street from um, one nightclub to another. And honestly, we just went and grabbed some food, just five minutes because there was barbecue in front of the club and we walked back across the street and we was going to go to the club that's across the street guess what's missing the vehicle that we drove in uh at a nightclub on the other place that we was gonna go to uh which we never went there <laughs> obviously had the vehicle told that apparently they had uh from uh, what we find not later find not they had uh, a system in place in which they will watch people leave the club, uh, walk across the street because, you know, because I guess it's a rival club or whatever. Uh, they will watch people walk across the street and call, I mean, have the tow trucks in, in the near area so they can immediately tow the truck. I mean, tow vehicles. It wasn't a truck. Matter, matter of fact, it was a car. Uh, but, and... And, and it was gone in five minutes. We thought the vehicle was stolen and it was just done so quickly. It's, uh, any business that decides, it's, it's not the employees and that's my, not my issue, even though they make it more difficult. But my issue is the systematically idea of, it's like you being sneaky about it. Don't get me wrong, if I'm parking in a place and I have no business parking there, and the sign's like right there, obvious, I can see it, I'm not, I deserve to get told. But if, I, if, if, if there's some discretion involved, there's badly lit these signs, I think the, uh, my honest opinion is I think the, there needs to be better enforcement by the state or whatever, or city, or whoever controls that, to make sure that for companies like that, that they make sure that it's obvious that you shouldn't be parking in certain areas. They make it obvious they can check. Also, people need to do a better job of uh, of working together to make sure sure working together to make sure that uh your confidence, you know. Do business together by parking. Um, don't don't leave people out hanging. Have more parking spots at your nightclubs, please. Nightclub owners, do not create a club with small parking and then try to fit a bunch of people when you have a club bigger for enough people to get in, but not a big enough parking lot and not enough exits. It's it's so crazy, but that's my issue on on that matter. Uh, Another thing that happened recently, I decided um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to a couple of my wrestling shows. Uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling came to San Antonio, um, saw some good matches there. Uh, 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 
key things that was there. Um, uh, great matches. I had second row tickets. Had some fun. I got to see uh, Alberto El Patron, formerly WWE uh, Alberto Del Rio there. Uh, new tag team champions were crowned there. Um, Austin's own ACH wrestled there, who's always a big draw in that area, uh, in the San Antonio area, because he wrestles pretty mu- he used to wrestle pretty much, and still wrestles pretty much across the Central Texas area for independent shows in these areas. Um, uh, saw the last match of Tommaso Ciampo in Ring of Honor, um, he basically, uh, uh, did his little goodbyes. He des- destroyed Todd Sinclair for you know storyline purposes. He was fired by Ring of Honor, but that was uh, that was pretty fun. Um, also went uh, went and seen WWE Raw the a couple of, a couple of nights later because they came down to to the Austin area. Uh, what sucks about that is is I. Unlike uh, Ring of Honor, which I had second row seats for Raw, I was up in the upper deck uh, because I had to get tickets at the last minute. But thanks to the national champions, uh, I mean, thanks to Kentucky losing, because I was pretty much the only reason why I hadn't bought tickets to Raw because I want to see if I want to see Kentucky playing the national championship game and go undefeated. That would have been a big deal. That would have been enough for me to miss Raw in Austin. But they lost. They lost just the two nights before, meaning I had to buy a ticket at the last minute to go check out Raw. Um, a lot of fun for that, too, though. Not as fun as Ring of Honor. I keep telling people, if you want to go see good, fun wrestling, you should and bang for your buck, check out Ring of Honor. Um, honestly, if you really, really want bang for your buck, the smartest idea is to go check out some independent wrestling in your area if you're a true wrestling fan. You can catch a lot of guys before they're a big deal, or you can catch some guys that used to be a big deal who actually still can perform. Uh, but yeah, you th- that would be the smart investment on that. But in other, uh, but in other sports news, the NBA uh, last day of the season uh, last Wednesday, it came down to a lot of playoff seating. In the NBA not being determined, and um, the Rockets, uh, who are six seed coming in today, defeated the Utah Jazz one seventeen ninety one, which left the door opening for you know. As you know, I am a Rockets fan. I, I will always empathize reminding you guys that, uh, but giving the, opening the door for the Houston Rockets to jump from the six seed. All the way up to the second season where the Spurs uh, lost to the Pelicans. The Pelicans needed to win, win also because the Pelicans were playing the San, and they were playing the San Antonio Spurs. Pelicans need to win also because with a win or a or an Oklahoma City loss, the Pelicans would make the playoffs. If uh, Pelicans lose, Oklahoma City wins. Oklahoma would make the play. Oklahoma City would make the playoffs. Oklahoma City won one thirty eight to one thirteen over the Minnesota Timberwolves. And so it came down to the Pelicans who jumped off to a twenty point lead uh uh over the Spurs early off in the game. I actually I think it was twenty five. Uh Spurs made a late run 
And pretty much, I was at a sports bar watching the Rockets, who were up by 30 or 40 at the time, while the Spurs were making this run. So I, I actually turned my attention from the Rockets game because they were up by so much to the Spurs-Pelican game. And pretty much, this was how my reaction was while the game was going. So, I became a Pelican fan for a short time. So, as the game got close, um, Anthony Davis started making some shots. He started uh, making some defensive plays. And every moment, I was... Over and over again, as uh, the Pelicans uh, holds off the San Antonio Spurs, and uh, as I wanted them to do, the Pelicans defeat the San Antonio Spurs by the... By the score of 108 to 103. So, uh, I was a pretty much happy fan at that time. And actually... I can end that off with um, with the Rockets jumping from the sixth seed to the second seed, playing the Dallas Mavericks. And for all those people who had the Rockets as a seven and the eighth seed in the NBA this year, my reaction to them was. Do I have everybody's attention now? now, now. And the Rockets will be playing uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Um, is out of playoffs. Uh, Here's how the playoffs are lied to uh, the, uh, the one seed, Golden State Warriors, play the New Orleans Hornets, the eighth seed, the Portland Trailblazers, fourth seed, uh, by way of winning the division, will play against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, the Houston Rockets, second seed, play against the, um, the Mavericks, uh, the Clippers, third seed, play against the San Antonio Spurs, and in the Eastern Conference, the Atlanta Hawks, the one, one seed, will play the the Brooklyn Nets, the four seed Toronto Raptors. Raptors will play against the uh, the the Washington Wizards. Uh, <laughs> the Cleveland Cavaliers, two seed, will play against the Boston Celtics. The third seed uh, uh, Chicago Bulls will play against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, let me uh, let's do a quick rundown on my projections of the uh, of what's gonna happen here. And it, starting with the East, uh, in the uh, Hawks next series, I'm uh, I don't think the Nets will be able to. Uh, to I'm honestly I don't think they can get a game out of this series, even though. They might be able to stress some power, uh, some issues with Darren Williams um, and Lo- Brooke Lopez. I, but I just think the Hawks is just playing so much of a team team ball right now. They're, they're playing smart basketball. Uh, pretty much they're built to address everything on the court. Rebounding, scoring, low post scoring, shooting, uh, shot creations. Uh, I just I don't see a way the Nets can... Uh, they may can pull a game, but I got this series going 4-0, and I got the Hawks defeated, sweeping the uh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets. In the Raptors Wizards series, this is probably the best series in the uh, Eastern Conference. Um, Kyle Lowry uh, getting back into form. Uh, uh, I think the Raptors uh, 
will be will be on key. I think the Wizards, John Wall, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be what's gonna determine this series is Kyle Lowry versus John Wall. I think, but I'm I'm going with the Raptors in seven games defeating the Wizards. Uh, and also uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Celtics. I don't. That's another series. I don't see how the Celtics can compete with this. It's just too much talent with Cleveland, with the best player in the world, uh, LeBron James, uh, going pretty much dominating this series. Uh, actually, I think he doesn't even have to dominate. I think he's going to facilitate uh, Kevin Love and uh, Kyrie Irving to be able to gain their playoff experience and uh, play some key basketball. Uh, also, last series, the Bucks versus the Bulls. Uh, Jason Kidd did a hell of a job with this team. Uh, even without their number one pick, I mean their number two pick in the draft, Javar uh, uh, Parker, they somehow reached the playoffs and it was the number six seed. But I have the Bulls defeating the Bucks in six games. So my winners are Hawks, Raptors, Cavs, and Bulls. Um, now in the Western Conference, uh, you know I'm gonna let that old school CBS music end for you guys. Now in the Western Conference, uh, I got the the Warriors the over the Hornets. I just um, I think Anthony Davis is a, a, a will be able to get a game out of this series. I think the Hornets uh, Warriors don't have a matchup for him, but I just see Stephon Curry and. Um, Clay Thompson just overwhelming his team and uh, Iguodala coming off the bench and doing what he does. Um, just the uh, Warriors are just shooting it out the lights off. I, I see the Warriors winning this in, in five. Uh, Blazers versus Grizzly intriguing series. Grizzlies have a home court advantage in this series, but I actually think the Grizzlies haven't ended the season playing well, while the Blazers have, and I think that will carry over to the playoffs. And I have the uh, Blazers defeating the Grizzlies in, in, in six games. Rockets versus Mavs. I'm tending to notice uh, apparently uh, some people in the national media do not see the Rockets as a viable threat. I see the Rockets, uh, some people have picked the Mavs in six. I'm not going to say who they are. But I have the Rockets winning that series in five games, 4-1. Uh, I think they're going to create issues for Chandler Parsons. I think they this team is a little, still a little easy to buy him. I think uh, Dwight Howard, there's matchup problems. I don't think uh, Tyson Chandler will be able to be guard. They're going to try to guard him one-on-one. -on -one. I think that'll be a mistake. Uh, James Harden is going to be able to showcase what he do defensively. Also, Trevor Reeves is going to probably be defending uh, Ellis. He's uh, going to make him work for every shot that he has. And in the best series of oh, the Rockets, I had the Rockets in five. In the best series in the first round, uh, the Clippers versus the Spurs. This series can go either way. I, these two teams, uh, the Spurs, this is not a real six seed. I'm sorry. This is it's amazing that they drop from number two to six with one loss. That's crazy how the Western Conference is. Uh, but the Clippers will have their hands full playing against that Spurs lineup. Uh, Parker, uh, Parker's, uh, Kawhi Leonard is going to be tough matchups. Uh, Chris Paul is going to have to be dominant. I think uh, the Clippers are going to uh, have to use their uh, their size and their speed. They're the one team that can compete with San Antonio's size. 
up front. Um, uh, I have the Clippers winning it in seven games, and I will say this. I could definitely be wrong on that series. That was actually a coin flip for me. Um, also, in, uh, uh, in the NBA, um, I'm going to make my awards predictions. Uh, this uh, this could go any, any way. Um, my MVP predictions, I'm going to start off with MVP. I'm gonna, actually, no, nah, I'm going to do it the other way around. Uh, I'm going to start off with the NBA uh, All-Defensive Team. My predict, projected All-Defensive Team, this is my projection All-Defensive Team, so this is not even looking up what other people have said or whatever. This is who I would pick as defensive play, uh, team. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and DeAndre Jordan. I think these guys, uh, DeAndre Jordan averaging 15 rebounds uh, a game, uh, uh, topping uh, block shots. Uh, Davis, same thing, uh, a great rebound of a shot blocker, uh, just changes people's shot. As a wing defender, Kawhi Leonard, uh, I. I Kawhi Leonard, the only person I could think of as good defensively on the wing is uh, Kawhi Leonard in this league is Jimmy Butler, who's the other, who's the guard, one of the guards I selected, and Russell Westbrook, an amazing season, uh, leading the league in uh, steals. I want to say, or maybe close. I could be wrong on that. I have to check. Um, my all all, all NBA team, uh, Stephon Curry. Uh, James Harden, those are the obvious selection, the two top MVP choices. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Marcus Gasol on my um, my All NBA team. Uh, for awards, uh, Executive of the Year, Daryl Moore with the Houston Rockets, and the reason why, is, uh, as projected team, people saw the Rockets as a seven, eight, and some these uh, six, seven, and even eight seed team going uh, before the season. And the moves he's made with this team, uh, uh, with trades, uh, signing, uh, signing, uh, blah, 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 signing, uh, Josh Smith midseason, uh, making a trade to bring Corey Brewer, who's been a godsend for the Rockets off the bench. The Rockets before the season were had a terrible bench. That was the knock on them. Their bench was not good. And all of a sudden, because of moves Darren Moore made, the Rockets bench is their biggest strength. Uh, oh well, second by size, James Harden. Um, most improved player, I went with Clay Thompson. Uh, Clay Thompson this year's uh, averaged twenty one point seven points a game, shot the ball forty four percent from three, up from eighteen point four points a game, and uh, shoot shooting forty two percent last season. It's just um, is. My obvious choice, the way that guy's performed this year, a lot of people didn't see it in him. He's proven that he's worth that contract that he received a couple of seasons ago. Uh, Sixth man of the year, Lou Williams of the Raptors, uh, coming off the bench averaging 15.5 points a game. It's just really not really no real competition for that. Coach of the year, Mike Bodenhauser of the Hawks. Nobody saw the Hawks as this big threat team this season, and they end up with the number one record in the Eastern Conference with a 60 and 22 record, the second best record in all of basketball. Um, good argument for uh, for Steve Kerr, but 
I'll just be to be honest with you. I just see more talent with Steve uh, with the Golden State Warriors. I don't see nobody predicted that the Atlanta Hawks had this much talent, and I honestly just believe that the Hawks are just that dang uh, uh, Bo Nauser was just that dang good in making these guys be able to uh, perform at a high level together. Pretty much with a team pretty much full of misfits. Let's just, not misfits, but outcasts. Not the best players, but people put that, uh, he's good but not great title on a bunch of guys. And you put a bunch of good guys together, you get like the Detroit Pistons who won the finals. You get a, uh, a, damn, a damn good team who can win the finals. Uh, rookie of the year, obvious choice, Andrew Wiggins of the Minnesota uh, uh, Timberwolves, 16.9 points a game. Played out of his mind this year. Uh, uh, defensive player of the year, I went with DeAndre Jordan. Uh, people are arguing uh, Traymond Green, um, which might actually win the award. But I'm going with uh, DeAndre uh, Jordan, 15 rebounds, 2.2 blocks a game. And MVP, one of the toughest battles, uh, James Harden, Stephon Curry, um People are mentioning Westbrook. I think a person who should have been mentioned more is LeBron James. He's had a hell of a season, too. But I guess, you know, you can't win the award every year. Uh, I want, actually, to everybody's surprise, I want with Stephon Curry. Uh, even though I said earlier that if the Rockets end up with a number two seed, James Harden should be the MVP. What ruined it for Harden was those last two games against the Spurs, losing those last two games against the if he won, if the Rockets would have won one of those two games, Harden wouldn't have, would have sealed the MVP with me. <clears throat> and with those two losses, it just made it given for Stephon Curry to get it. 23.8 points a game, 7.7 assists, uh, two steals a game, shot the ball 44% from three, and led to Warriors in uh, to a 67-15 and 15 record. Um, get ready for exciting playoffs. Uh, I actually believe, uh, at the end of the day, it will be the Cavaliers defeating the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Pretty much, it's more of a chalk and, uh, uh, copy and paste thing from what I see everybody else in the media picking the Warriors. I just, on their side of the bracket, I think the war, I mean, uh, the Warriors side of the bracket I don't see any competition up until the Western Conference Finals. And same as Cleveland on in the Eastern Conference, I actually don't see any competition. People see uh, the Hawks as a viable threat. I just think the Hawks would be too much for LeBron. I mean, LeBron James would be too much for the Atlanta Hawks. And I see the Cleveland Cavaliers coming out the East. And I think... Um, the Warriors pretty much will not be battle tested until the Western Conference Finals. Problem is, is either the Spurs, the Rockets, or or uh, Clippers, any of those teams that come out of that side of that bracket is going to be so worn down from battling each other, uh, especially if it's the Spurs and Clippers, because I actually believe that those two teams will probably have to play seven-game series all the way out to get to the finals. And I don't think they're going to get past the Warriors who will be playing the likes of a, a, a Portland or a Memphis in the second round, which I just don't... 
I see too many matchup issues that Golden State can handle those that series, and and same as uh against the Pelicans. So I picked the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers to, to defeat the uh, the uh, the uh, Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals. And some would say two markets that are not sellable, but you got two superstars that the NBA would love to sell in small markets. Ironically, Cleveland and uh, Cleveland and uh, Golden State are not like big deal NBA markets. And I will actually project that the, the NBA ratings will be pretty high for those for those uh, for LeBron James versus Stephon Curry NBA Finals. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's been fun, people. Uh, we're gonna uh, we try to keep it, uh, get another show going. So, uh, follow the page on uh, Facebook. Um, not a fakers. Uh, that blood mouth is random crap page. If you're on uh, Bean, uh, Podbean, follow me on Podbean. If you uh, uh, if you know how to, because I still haven't figured it out. Sorry, but you can subscribe on uh, iTunes and. Uh, 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 Google Play, I want to say, on Android devices. Uh, this is my on the Facebook page. I'm going to make sure that the person that came to the top. Uh, thanks for listening, um, uh, I will play, play me out. Hold up my hand But I'm choking
thousand bodies, angel siren here in my bed. There's no fig on my 